Hello, fellow 3D printers. I am Jaywall. Print that thing. And this is my love, lovely lover lady, Amber. Say hello, Amber. Hello, Amber. Hello, Amber. <laughs> today we are doing our third episode of our podcast. We usually do it live, but today uh, we're not because we don't have enough Wi-Fi to power it. So um, tell them what we're talking about today, Amber. Pretty, today, really ladies one. and gentlemen, we'll <laughs> be discussing the future of 3D printing and basically kind of examining what we know is happening in the 3d printing space mm. and kind of making predictions about the future yes yeah, so what is the future of 3d printing i'm asking you watching listening to this episode what do you think the future of 3d printing is uh yeah. so let us know in the comments where can they tell us where well is? we have this wonderful website that's at podcast.ptt.live <laughs> And it will allow you to either comment or leave us a voice message that we could potentially play in future episodes. Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about what we think the future of uh, 3D printing is, um, where we think it's going, where we think it is now. Um, but we want to know what you think. So make sure if you do have an opinion or you think we missed something, you know, go ahead and leave it there. But yeah. let's go ahead and jump into uh, a sponsor. We don't have sponsors yet so well we are the sponsors of our podcast go ahead and kick it off this episode is brought to you by print that thing a growing online community that seeks to unite the 3d print designers of the world we offer community only discord online courses news and monthly inspiration challenges we want to bring together designers with years of experience as well as the newbies just setting out on their own design adventures visit us today at ptd.live for more information that's right. If you want to learn to design, you can come on down to Funky Town at ptt.live. Um, so today's episode, we're talking about the future of 3D printing. What is it? What do you think it is, Ember? What do you think? Where do you think it's going? I mean, I think it really depends on what area you are discussing that True. would be able. I mean, 3D printing can open up a lot of doors for a lot of industries. So I think we should examine. Mm, the sure. four major ones that they are actually they as in like people in the industry are actually they <laughs> the they-ness the they yeah i think <laughs> i mean i think 3d printing really does cover everything or can almost touch every industry but we're just going to talk about the four that kind of stand out obviously um, i mean the four that actually like are everything <laughs> i mean yeah so we'll just keep it the first one is obviously product manufacturing or just manufacturing in general so what do you think the future of that will be Amber? i mean i think that product manufacturing ranges from you know i bought my iphone on my phone and then i can or my new iphone on mm. my old iphone you have a droid <laughs> she doesn't have an iphone <laughs> never had She's an iphone lying. <laughs> but this is a hypothetical okay hypothetical thing where i can go right. i'm buying this new device mm -hmm. and then my print and then instead of going to a store to pick it up or waiting two days for amazon to ship it i have a printer that goes bloop and it prints it out right i like within that. minutes okay I maybe see that. maybe an hour yeah i think that's way down once we get into multi-material because i feel like right now we're in the single material phase we're just now getting a little bit more into the multi-material phase because right now it's like plastics metals ceramics you know or uh, what'd you say or oh or either or you can't like, have both at this point i mean you can if you have the fancy million dollar printers right. but eventually they're already trying to make desktop printers that offer 
metals and things like that. Yes. With your... They, wait, you say with metal? Yeah, like... Oh, I haven't seen uh, that. They made one that has electro... You can... They're building it so that you can print your electronics. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's you doing know? plastic and then it does a little bit of the kind of a conductive material. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, and then there's like multi-materials that I've seen a lot, especially like Prusa printers and stuff you can get. Or um, I can't remember what that it's called. dissolvable stuff. Well, that, yeah. You have multi-material or multi-extruders that can do different, like uh, multi colors or like a dissolvable filament mm -hmm. you know so like dual or quad yeah levels. there's kind of a different ones so right the ones i've seen there's you have two of those extruders right mm -hmm. and we're in a 3d printing truck so i'm pointing at these 3d printing <laughs> extruders just cr10 um, so you have that single one and then they'll have one on the other side like a left hand and right hand I extruder. and then um then they have the ones that are kind of like... Um, We're talking about the future, not the ones that they have That's now. true. Yeah. And then, well, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say that they're already getting to it, but I think it's going to go even more. Like, I think the future is kind of what you're saying, where you're going to print your phone, your materials, uh, once we get to the multi-material phase. Right. That's multi-material. I think eventually, like far, far in the future, mm -hmm. we'll just have, we'll figure out how to make devices that instantly like laser print, you know, like, um, so... <laughs> This is science fiction, We're but like, the imagine, uh, what? Get a little closer. Let the I'm people literally hear on voice. top of this microphone. Um, like a hypothetical, I can break something or eat something or whatever, and I can stick it into a device or some kind of sheath, <laughs> and it'll auto show up. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking... Or like bullets. You could do bullets. A gun that creates its own bullets. Oh, yeah. That would be crazy. Because that would technically be 3D printing, right? But on I a mean, rapid yeah. scale. I guess so. It would be a Not that type. I'm looking for a gun. But you might, yeah. But, you know. You never know. An, In the future. <laughs> but then I guess you'd go into science fiction and just go, why don't you just use lasers? Anyway, we're getting off topic. Right. Well, I think the future of... Product manufacturing might not even be, pla or I hope that it's not even plastic. And I don't think anyone's really talking about that that much. Hopefully, there's some companies working on it. I've seen some in uh, the Netherlands that are doing mycelium, and some people that are working. Uh, what'd you say? Fungus. Oh, mushrooms. Yeah, the fungus <laughs> among us. But that was pretty cool. It looks kind of weird and gross, and I think most people would be grossed out by it. I thought it was a powdered donut. Yeah, it does kind of look like a powdered donut. <laughs> But it's essentially like it a, it's like hay. They like break down the hay and then they, they put in um, mushroom spores and then the mushroom spores kind of uh, harden. And then you have this, this material that can feel like cork. It can feel like plastic. It can feel like hard wood, depending on some of the properties they do with it. Mm. So that I'm really excited about. And then there's another thing that I've seen. They're using uh, ceramics. I think wasp over in Italy. They're doing a lot more ceramics, and they even are using cob. And cob is just mm. like adobe, you know, dirt. So I'm all about, I hope maybe we can figure out a way where we can just take the dirt in our backyard, throw some fibers in there, you know, sprinkle a little packet of something, and, uh, <laughs> um, you know, try to try to change the the plastic problem. So that's what I'm hoping for the future of, of uh, 
3D printing as we get a little further. I hope it gets further away from plastic because there's such a crazy plastic problem. I now. mean, I don't know if, if Americans America. or just humans in general would be open to changing. I mean, we have so many things that are plastic related. Oh, totally. Everything. The goal really for that topic is like um, figuring out how to close the loop, really figuring out how to make it where recycling at home is possible, not like recycling we do now where it's like mm -hmm. i drink this bottle now i put it in a blue thing like right. no legitimately like going into the process of i have a printer that i throw all my plastic in and it makes whatever i purchase off of whatever later right and you know how there's that little number you know the little recycling triangle and then there's a number inside so apparently like only like number one and number two are like the only ones you can actually recycle everything else is like you can't really do anything with right that's like what I'm up saying, to 10 like that would that 3D printing could potentially close the loop. Oh, yeah. I hope of so. That, where if you create, a pr like, I'm imagining. What you imagining? I'm imagining just like a fridge or a, um, <laughs> or the way you buy an appliance, everyone would purchase a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. But realistically, it would solve the problem of your plastics, um, reuse making most plastics that are reusable, um, getting it where, okay, so hypothetical i drink a coke <laughs> whether it's metal or plastic or whatever mm -hmm. instead of throwing it in the trash it would go into my 3d printers compartment Older. yeah that would then melt it down and do whatever Ooh. it needed to do I like that. and then um when i'm ready to purchase something that needs those materials it would go bloop 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 and then oh, it would print it so then it would close the loop so i'm just constantly reusing it's the shit doing that it I'm for not... you yeah maybe right. it's got like a sensor and it's like oh this is a number one plastic this is a metal this is aluminum right. if that's even possible but I, mean, I don't see just, why it wouldn't be yeah, possible. Just the fact I mean, that we're talking AI about is, it. AI is advancing. That would be part of it. And then, yeah. like, that would be a cool machine. So if anyone wants to work on that, please do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see some people doing it. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next one. So that's what we think. You know, that's our dreams and hopes of, of product manufacturing. What's the, uh, the second one? Here, Amber, um, well, on our list, we also have medical and biology industry, yes, which I guess includes organs and medicine, medical, medical units, prosthetics, yeah, prosthetics, things like that, biohacking. People just, I mean, there's just it's just crazy. It's gonna be, I think, I think I've read in this, uh, this kind of futurist book that they're saying one day you may even be able to take like your dna or something like a sample from your eyes mm -hmm. and then 3d print your eyes they could 3d print your eyes this is like far far into In the future head. you know maybe like <laughs> maybe like four years from now <laughs> but uh four 40, years i'm just kidding like 40 years maybe <laughs> Uh, maybe you, you know, you take a sample of your eyes when you're young and fresh in your 20s or your, mm. your teens. And then when you're old and decrepit like us, then you can, no, when you're old, maybe you're like 70, 90, 120, then you yeah. could be like, oh, my eyes are getting a little rusty. And then you could, uh, you know, bring that file up or that data and reprint your fresh eyes and you know, ah. pop them bad boys back in. Well, aren't they saying that like because of 3D printing and how close they're getting to like printing meat and printing like... Uh, organic materials with fake <laughs> synthetics you are we are legitimately going to be able to live twice as long as we already live now i hope so i'm because, going to 200 at least because if you can it's basically science fiction but it's the future <laughs> yeah i mean i would definitely we can put this on the record right now i would definitely give my body oh you sorry. sorry we may have had a little audio issue there but um I would definitely put my body in for some science experiments. Or if I lost, if I lost my hand, I would like totally 
3D print a hand or if I like, I would be like the first on the list and then I would do a YouTube video about it. <laughs> just, you know, why let's, not? Let's just hope that you don't lose any limbs. Yeah, let's just hope. But, um, but. <laughs> I mean, the future in medical, in the medical, and I think that's where a lot of people are looking for. I know that when you look for 3D printing jobs, a lot of it is for teeth right now because oh, everyone's yes. vanity is so intensely involved in the way that they look. So I'm sure there's going to be like 3D printing collagen to have the perfect cheekbones or yeah, lips. 3D printed boobies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And oh my gosh, that would be a crazy market. You'd just be like, I need to model my perfect boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was even thinking about the. I've been thinking about like medicine, you know, because we're so like mm. big pharma. Everybody's has everyone's like dependent on their pills and stuff. Mm. Um, once people can 3D print medicines in their house like they're going to be they're going to be like people that are just like pharmacists in their house making up drugs and medicines and they're not even going to be able to stop it like it's just going to be crazy yeah i mean i wonder i wonder if they would sell those i guess you uh, mm. or like the opioid crisis you know people mm -hmm. would be like making like he heavier pain like because uh, back in the day it was like people were hooked on um or they still are um <laughs> oxycontin but they would make like probably something that's like oxycontin times 10 you know if they know how to tweak some yeah. some molecules on their powder i don't know we can medicines. get into the whole drug conversation because i have some thoughts but okay that's uh, another podcast <laughs> probably not on print that thing yeah but um i think yeah i mean just making things more accessible in the home is where 3d printing <laughs> Amber's holding my leg. Oh. I know they can see. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so that, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, it could go on forever. You know, we're going to be printing kidneys, hearts. They're already working on that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, eyeballs, maybe in the future. Lungs, Livers, arms, kidneys. penises, who knows? So Everything. Skin, I bet Ooh, skin. that'll help. Yeah. Like, Grafting. You're injured. Wow. I mean, but it's I just crazy. Is that nanos? Who knows? I don't know. They probably they have little. I watch a lot of science fiction. <laughs> they they have little um little nano robots that are like little mm, that baby three D things. Yeah, they're what if they're like little ants, little microscopic ants, like in there working on inside of your body because they're actually three D printing. That's their actual task. Yeah, but they do it in a group because they're connected <gasps> with AI. Yeah. So then they can all talk to each other. And then they take over wireless. the world and they just Whoa. kill all of us. Oh my gosh! Let's go to the next one. The next one. <laughs> this is one that I've heard, read about that I think. Everybody is not really thinking is going to be very huge, but from things that I've been reading, they say it's going to be the biggest. What? Food 3D printing. <laughs> I actually Googled food before we started doing this. Yeah. 3D printed food and it just looks disgusting. Oh, of course. And like a video that I watched was like, we 3D printed this food and then we cooked it with lasers. And it was Ooh. like, I feel like that's going to take way longer than it is for me to put something in a pan and then on top of that it didn't even look that great it was like this weird it's cube weird <laughs> it was weird and then they like yeah I've, mm -mm. I've seen one i mean obviously there's chocolate duh that's like the easiest <laughs> one ever pancakes but i saw one that really blew my mind it's on my instagram is uh sushi i think it's a company uh -huh. in japan that is like making, but it looks like eight bit sushi. Like it's crazy looking. Do you think it tastes like sushi? I mean, there's people eating it and they're like, "Wow, this is amazing." I mean, it just kind of grosses me out with the raw fish thing. I don't know how they're doing it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we I mean, start seeing it. I would try it, but oh, totally. Part I guess for me is like sushi is also a texture mm, thing. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're taking away 
the texture. It's that's Amber's interesting. A, Amber's a quarter Japanese, so that's, that's very serious. It's a very um, serious topic about rice <laughs> texture, rice texture and flavorings. But yeah, I um, think even uh, there was also something I was reading about, like say you know how everyone's wearing those Fitbits and stuff. Mm-hmm. They would essentially have a Fitbit that's mo- tapped into you a little bit more and it's like reading your salt intake, your oxygen in your blood, you know, all these yeah. different things. And then it would have, um, the 3d, the food 3d printer, you know, that's like your cure. That would restrict coffee. your diet. It would slow. Like if your doctor was like, Hey Jason, you need to start lowering your salt intake, bro. Like you got to wean it on down. Then I would tell the 3d printer that, or my doctor, I guess could, Tell the I would printer. not want a doctor to Hell dictate no. that shit or a computer. But, you, but if you wanted to do it, you know. If they, I said yes, I opt in. If you opt in, yeah, I guess you could like the machine would slowly wean you off of salt little by little each day. So before you know it, you're not even you're not you know you don't so even notice. That's an interesting thought because then it's like, well, would that that data transfer over to when you go out to eat at restaurants or whatever? I'm glad you said that because. No, it probably wouldn't. I mean, it could eventually. I mean, it could, right? Yeah, later, later. Once, like, the whole globe is into that thing, if that's even how it goes. <laughs> but what I'm curious about, you know, when you go into McDonald's and you see those, like... Kiosks. Yeah, everything's, like, turning more where they don't need employees as much, and they're just trying to right. get everything to be, like, a big fucking tablet. Um, I mean, I think the first 3D printing food wave we're going to see is whatever chain fast food company decides to start experimenting i'm sure they're already experimenting with it now but whoever brings that out first and it if it becomes successful like they're gonna just replace people you know they would just have a machine almost like a vending machine and maybe you have a few people up front that are just like you know customer satisfaction yeah they'll just have robots yeah i don't know an ai that talks yeah that's where i see the the future of food what do y'all think out there well what do you think amber okay so I don't know if you've ever seen these movies, but Back to I've the Future. <laughs> yes. Back to the Future has that scene where she puts the little pizza inside mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. of the microwave, and yeah. it's a big pizza. And then there's the one where, um, uh, what is it, Fifth Element, where she puts some stuff into a bowl, and she puts it in the microwave, and then it dings, and it comes out, and it's chicken. Yeah. Like, couldn't that technically be 3D printed or 4D printed mm. foods? Because it would be, you'd be adding heat, and then it expand so that would would that be considered the future of 3d printing if the next step is 4d printing i think i mean i think that would yeah it would be over time i think food would fall into 4d printing especially if it's expanding because you you would 4d printing is essentially just adding time and usually there's an uh agitator you know like heat or water or you know something that makes something happen and then saliva you put saliva in your mouth and then you have you've eaten a full course meal like Willy Wonka yeah I think of 4d (laughs) printing almost like origami you know like Uh imagine a piece of paper and then you like get it hot or you like uh drip some water on it and then it folds into like a crane right but that's like plastic I'm talking like right you can transfer that into food where possibly you would 3d print the information inside of a little tiny thing and right. then you would add whatever water yeah, so, or heat uh, and then that would expand it to your thing, to your right? pizza because essentially <laughs> that would be that would be printing right i mean or the I result guess. of i guess you would the have printer a 3D, would build it yeah you would 3d print a 4d programmable, programmable material thing yeah would, pro hmm. so you would have programmable so material I okay i like that <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into that i mean we could talk all day on this uh but the fourth one is the housing and construction industry with 3D printing. I just got really into housing and construction earlier today. Yeah. Epiphany on my uh, presence walk. (laughs) And um, I was like, so I started looking into it and it seems like that industry is interesting because 
they're like, yeah, we can build it super fast and super cheap. But it's mm-hmm. also one of those things where they're like, mm. yeah, it's super cheap for you, but how much are you going to charge me for the service? A hundred times. Um, because <laughs> they were, the uh, icon in Texas was like, we can print these for $4,000 or in theory. Like, I don't even know if they've managed to make it for $4,000 mm-hmm. each, but I know that the one that they built in Texas was 10000 mm. And they're really a company that's selling the printers to other people. Right. Um, but I fell, I fell deep into like, the, not deep, like, you know, semi-deep where I could have drowned. Um, <laughs> but it was about the legalities of 3d printed houses. And like, oh, yeah. um, if I build a house, if I'm purchasing a 3d printed house mm-hmm. and there's something wrong with it, who is liable for that? The printer. Deficiency. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So then it's yeah. like, okay, so then is it the construction worker who purchased the printer or is it the code that made the printer do the job or is, is it, it the designer, the designer who, designed who designed it so it's oh. an interesting yeah. thing but um yeah i mean in theory construction and housing for 3d printing essentially i know that people are using it for um third world countries and like countries yeah, where villages. They're, they're devastated by um or natural like, disasters yeah, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that but yeah, it's an interesting it topic is. that's actually like going to be tangible here in a few years. I mean, it's already happening. That's what I mean. That's really the reason my whole dream was. Uh, if you if you're just listening to this, you can't tell, but we're in a 3D printing truck in the middle of like a thousand acres, and then we have this little five acre plot. But we, I essentially bought wanted to buy this so I could 3D print a tiny house, and then. Uh, share it with other people. So I've been keeping an eye on this on this market for a, about four years now, just like looking at it and thinking about it and dreaming about it. <laughs> um, and so Amber's already been like designing some houses on, inside a blender just I to kind of. Those are three D printers. Yeah, I don't think they're three D, but it's getting the idea. It's getting it all going. But um, it seems like everybody's doing it out of concrete. And you've talked about this where you think it's kind of ugly. Yeah, I don't like the way that they look. It looks like like bugs like put just it looks gross this is early yeah but i think that that's just an aesthetic thing it's like mm. you can i mean cob when you're building with cob by cob hand is like adobe isn't um pretty either it looks like just mud piled on Poo-poo. top of each other but then once you have your walls built then you go over it and you like right. restyle Smooth it and all that stuff yeah. i think that that's just a step that's been overlooked because it's yeah. being designed by engineers and i think i think a lot of it is like people are leaving it we still got to talk about the future of it, but we're talking kind of, we're talking more of like what it is right now. But I mean, it's still like pretty early, you know, so yeah. it kind of is the future, but uh, the present future. <laughs> I guess for me is like I'm kind of skeptical to find to see if 3D printed houses can infiltrate the very close minded market of housing well, it's disruptive in America. Tech. Yeah, it's disruptive like, tech. So they're definitely not going to open it with welcome arms. Right. Unless they're part of it or they're getting some cut, you know, the, right. the traditional builders. Um, so well, it's also be interesting because like there's so many <laughs> different codes based on like you have to have right. a beam here for every foot or whatever the right. Fuck. And so it's like, but three D in... printing doesn't require those things because the structure people as much right, and it's removing like a huge lot industries. of people. Yeah, but at the same time, it's one of those things where um, be- the government's going to be behind on this anyway. It was funny. I was actually watching. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. A what video. were you watching? There was a video for. Uh, we print houses or we print something.com or mm-hmm. I don't know. This isn't an endorsement, but their video <laughs> was actually pretty hilarious. It was like for, for centuries, for generations, we've been, years. <laughs> we've been building 
shelters out of sticks, wood, and mud. <laughs> or bricks. Yeah. Bricks, stone, and sticks, stones, and bricks. And he's like, hundreds of years later, we're still building <laughs> sticks, stones, and bricks. They're talking about 3D printing? And then they're saying, but we can do something better. Oh. And like, they're claiming that it's eco-friendly and like your, um, what is it? Your imprint, your eco imprint like it's uh -huh. not you're actually going to be able to save a lot of resources oh, okay. it won't take as much time to heat or cool the house uh, okay um, but that's the same concept as with with cob as well and mm -hmm. like hay bale houses and things like that mm -hmm. i think it's just a different style of building that has proven to be able to be done but it's not necessarily mainstream building yeah i think the future of, i mean it's cool to see the different people because there's like wasps that's doing it more adobe then there's like a lot of companies and in china and stuff that are using all like different types of concrete and they're all proprietary kind yeah of and then there's ones in amsterdam that are doing kind of concrete based it seems like maybe maybe something in mushrooms who knows um then there's um there's one in chattanooga branch technology that i've been talking to that they're like they're taking a whole different approach. They're like fabricating the parts in house or in their factories. Right. And then they just bring the parts and put them together and they look funky and crazy. Like nothing like it looks like the Jetsons house. So they're more like prefab homes. Than, yeah. Than, but but 3D they're 3D print, printed they're, prefab parts. Right. But they're not like printed on site. Right. So it's going to be cool to see, you know, who wins this battle or which way it really goes in the future, whether it's are these piece are these um other houses going to be prefabbed in factory and then put together and on the you know in masses or are they going to be like these big 3d printers that are like plopped down onto the earth and popping out little baby houses one after the other you know it'll yeah. be cool to see i think that it's interesting because i think it's going to be politics that really decides which part of the world has 3d printed on site versus prefab i feel like america is probably going to end up adopting the prefab side of it okay we got a prediction then, here ladies um, and gentlemen at least in the beginning <laughs> Um, as opposed to the countries that do require faster, higher, mm -hmm. um, cheaper, more affordable building on-site kind of thing. Right. That would be my prediction for the next 20 years of housing construction. But that's that's from someone who knows very little about it and is yeah. just pulling shit out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, and we're just dreaming. We really, <laughs> I mean, this whole podcast is really just to not be like, we know everything and we know what the future is going to be. Like, that is not what this is at all. <laughs> this is just to get conversations started and to talk to all y'all out there. So, you know, leave a message or leave a comment below if you... Uh, if there's anything that you think uh, you want to expand upon what we talked about or or correct us, who cares? Yeah, like, correct well, you us. Can, you can shout us out, you know, say we're stupid. We don't care. We just want to get it talking, get people talking about it, these right. uh, these topics, and, um, you know, maybe just see what the future holds. And uh, hopefully it's less plastic. That's my only <laughs> wish, really. <laughs> but I think that the more that we can have these conversations, the more ideas will spark and yep. the more the industry will expand and the more rapidly it'll move and all that fun stuff yep. so i agree well that's uh, the pretty much the end of the episode let's go ahead and jump to uh one of our sponsors which is us <laughs> this episode of the print that thing podcast is brought to you by pt.live a growing online community that seeks to unite the 3d print designers of the world as a thank you for tuning in this far into the podcast we'd like to offer our listeners a 50 percent discount code for any of our online courses this includes our recently re-opened enrollment for the 
four-week workshop for March 2020. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and use the code PODCASTLOVE, all one word, at checkout. Visit podcast.pttt.live for more information. Yeah, so super excited. We had a crazy awesome uh, February workshop with some really creative designers, some people that have never done anything and some people that have had some experience with other softwares, and they both blew my mind. So I'm really stoked to see w what the uh, March students bring, and we're actually going to do a, um, a gallery showing uh, this Sunday. So yeah, oh, if nice. you do want to learn 3D print design in a quick way, jump on in the workshop. It's pretty, you know, it's definitely a, a, an immersive experience but uh it'll get you up to speed pretty quick yeah and don't forget tonight and next week wednesday we'll be hosting a live beginner designer training yeah the 3d printing powwow yeah you can sign up at powwow.ptt.live if you're someone not designing yet and want to jump on the bandwagon yeah it's gonna be fun uh jaywell does a really great job thanks amber interacting with folks learning and kind of walking you guys through a lot of what is offered in our beginner 101 course yeah essentially it's like the beginning of week one and you get to learn the 3d print workflow so mm -hmm. uh, and ask me questions and just kind of interact with everybody around the world yeah it's pretty cool um i guess that kind of brings us to our next podcast will be yeah. on march 11th so we're not doing a podcast next week uh, we'll be discussing money and the 3D print community. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like like people are so it's so taboo to talk about money <laughs> or even ask for money for pro for your designs or you know how much money do I charge for a client? So we're gonna be talking about all those types of things. Uh, so if you have any questions you want answered or yeah. want us to talk about, then just go ahead and leave a comment at uh, podcast.ptt.live and we'll add yeah. it to the next episode. So we'll be going over kind of the stigma of money exchange in the industry as well as you know, ways to make money and maybe what the limits or possibilities might be for all of that as well. Yeah. So thanks for listening and we'll see y'all soon. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Peace.